0: Timmy long of the Two tunaris podcast uh the podcast has turned into a bit of a phenomenon uh, I think what people respond to is just the openness and the honesty and the uh endeavor at really getting to the heart of of really difficult matters uh, and and your honesty, Timmy, at the opening of all of this I think is what's spurred that on what was the what
1: was the spur to do the podcast in the first place? what was it you kind of wanted to try to do I suppose we we wanted to represent somewhere just have something for people to come to and speak about their stories. Like for years, I would have been in, in and out of AA, NA, whatever. And my story was consistently being played, but we said, let's make it broader. Let's, let's make the interviews broader. Let's, let's, let's bring it to a broader uh, community and leave people understand that addiction and poor mental health and anxiety and all these different things are nothing to be ashamed of. They're things that everybody suffers with um uh, because there was like there's a bit of an anonymity behind a and NA and all these different things, so we wanted to just just bring it to people and say, Do "You know what? there's so many people struggling in silence because they're they're ashamed of of the way they're acting or behaving or whatever. so what we done was we brought the podcast everybody i gave my story at the beginning for the first two episodes and then james and then we brought on people that we knew a few academics and a few other people that are are in recovery from alcohol drugs or mental health issues and we just it just escalated from there and the podcast is its own entity dave it's, its mm-hmm. one entity it's not about me or james it's about the podcast it's It's a space where people can go and they can speak about their stories and inspire others to get help and show them where to get help, what services they can connect with, what services are there. So it's fantastic. It works really, really, really well. So we're nearly two years into it now, at this stage. And it all escalated, I suppose, from from the two of us just having a chat and GMs being bombarded with um, emails and messages and social media by people that were struggling with all forms of addictions and poor mental health because they would have seen him on the Tommy Tiernan show. Mm-hmm. And after that, we just decided to go ahead with us. We had a vision of just starting off with two phones, but then we had two lads came on board, Alan and B from Unity Media, and they came on and they gave us a massive amount of help from the beginning. And we done the first 10 episodes with them until we... We got a little bit familiar with, with technology and and different uh, forms of software. And then we, we just went from there. And then we had another guy come on board, Rowan, which is James's cousin. And Rowan was the guy that does a lot of technic, technical stuff behind the scenes. And, and and it just worked really well. But if I was to say, all in all, the podcast is just a platform for people to... Talk about whatever's going on from and and within a safe environment, and it's not about judgment. It's not about being critical towards anybody. It's about people just seeing other people for who they are. And that's the main, main emphasis behind it. It's the 12th of February is when you're in Cork Opera House. It's the Two Norries
0: podcast, Changing the Conversation Tour 2022. That's Saturday 12th. Tickets online or just go in the door of Cork Opera House if you want to get them there. And it's at
1: 8pm. Who will you speak to on the night? We have uh, a very famous man by the name of Pat Falvey. He's going to speak about his life story. He's an amazing life story.
0: I've, I've, I've heard him yeah. talk. He's an amazing, inspirational speaker. Sorry for cutting across you. Jump back, jump back in with it, but he's, a, you know, climbed Everest a number of occasions, but had himself at the edge of the water one time when his business had gone south and was in a bad place and, has, and rescued himself. So I presume...
1: That, yeah. that'll be the thrust of the chat. 100%. 100%. And of course, there's going to be new things as well. Um, he's also going to be speaking about new projects he's on mm. um, and different parts of his life that he may have not spoke about before. You know, it'll all depend. We'll just make it a safe environment for yes. Pat to talk to myself and James. And um, it's going to be amazing. Nice. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Is it the first live one you'll have done? No, we've done a few already. We've done one in... We've done two in Elizabeth Fort up by Barrack yep. Street. We yep. done. We had Nicola Talent as well. She reports on some of the the country's most high profile gangs and criminals and stuff like that. It was just amazing to talk to her about her life and how she deals with all that stuff. It was fantastic. But this conversation with Pat will be amazing because we're after getting to know Pat a lot over the last few few months and he never seems to amaze us with some of the stuff that he comes up with and it'll be great to bring that to everybody else. You know what I mean, Dave? Mm, yep.
0: Yeah. Absolutely I mean you guys You're upwards on 90 episodes I think at this point You've chatted to Hall Martin In recent times You're Darren O'Mahony a Barrister Who was open and honest In her conversation That ended up On the front of uh, The examiner From your podcast I mean it's really Making an imprint You've chatted with John Lonergan You know the former prisoner, Prison governor And like both you And James will have A huge insight on, on what that's like Not that John Lonergan's not heard that A million times in a way But in a forum where You know, you know I just wonder Actually are you able to You know potentially Inform
1: policy Which would be uh, uh, a good thing. Well, when it comes down to pol- policy, there's no better boy than James to talk about it because he 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 done his was masters and he was going on to do his PhD in it as well. So who knows what could happen? Who, who knows if 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 we start banging on enough doors, and things might change, and and we. Well, offering different perspectives,
0: I think, yeah. is, is, is the thing. And, and, and in a way that has captured the public imagination, which adds a weight. Yeah. To what you say, if you know what I mean. And, and people like Michael Martin, and well, I'm sure John Lonergan, you're probably pushing an open door, but Mihaul Martin is obviously a policymaker, being, you know, the Taoiseach and all like. Um, mm. but uh, you know, carrying the weight of popularity and 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 an interest in in the, the way you guys talk about what you talk about, you know, potentially can and could make a difference. We we we'll see. But John Creedon, um, you know, you'll talk to all sorts about you know their life in Cork and and, and just them and themselves and and get deep down into the heart of the matter and um yeah, I I listened to part one of of your story, Timmy. It's it's uh, wow. It's 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 a, it's a fascinating tale. It's a difficult story. I haven't heard the recovery part, which I look forward to. And James, listen to James on Tommy Tiernan and and episode three too. And uh, you know both you know difficult stories, like a lot of chaos, but. Um, you know recovery has brought so much for both of you ideally people don't need to have to go into recovery to find that and i think you know there was a lot of convo you guys had about role models in your community and you guys are now i hope role models not just for your own community for for men really to to drop the mask a little bit to to express vulnerability and difficulty and and that concept of it's okay not to be okay and 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 that being able to figure out a way to navigate your own emotional landscape equips you to better deal with the world the more of that the better i'm full of admiration for you for that
1: thank you very much i suppose when you speak about emotional landscape and, and somebody getting in touch with their their authentic self if that's the right word um like if somebody has had a traumatic experience or a traumatic life or childhood or whatever it may be like they're living their adult life in relation to what happened to them you know as a young child, you know they're living in core beliefs that they would have gained from 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 other people pushing and pushing them onto them and influences from other people growing up and I suppose when it's when we actually start investigating those beliefs that are actually not really who we are, and we start taking them away from slowly and bit by bit from who 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 we think we are. Mm-hmm. We, we start getting down to the core of a person. Yeah. And we start becoming a little bit more vulnerable. Um, and that's when we start showing our true selves, which is just, it's just pure love, Dave. It's just, mm. it's just love. It's, 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 it's calmness. It's peace, you know, it's kindness. Mm. And that's, and that's where we all want to be. We all, Like a lot of us are walking around today and we're asking ourselves, why do I feel like this? Why do I act like this? You know, it, because a lot of us are uneducated in terms of mm. how we develop as human beings mm. and, and how influences from other people when we're kids and teenagers mm. can really, really determine how we become as adults and, and and how we behave as adults and how we can get addicted to stuff and all these different things. And I speak like this because of my own experience, you know. It's not from reading books or anything like that because it's not my thing you know, I've I've on numerous occasions I've tried to sit down and read books for just as a work, but I always speak from my own experience and, and from people that have been through the same thing. We just like vulnerability is a massive thing for 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 men to 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 leave leave into themselves. You know, just to, to allow themselves to be vulnerable and
0: even uh, even admit to themselves, never mind admit to anyone else. It's
1: it's it's massive. It's massive massive, Dave. And and it took me a long, 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 long time to understand that because with vulnerability also comes trust. You have to trust people. You have to there's fear and all these different emotions. And you, you have to leave these at the door and just allow yourself to open up and and, and leave people around you to get to know you for who you really, really are. And I know this from my own experiences because I also had this exterior image that I had to portray to other people. And that was more or less a protective mechanism to, to protect me, you know, as a young child. But it was carried into my adult life. And um, we had a fantastic lady on the podcast there last night and we were talking about body image. And how how men in particular we we portray this this big muscular man with tattoos, but deep down, like we're we're lost, little boys who really never developed into anything other than maybe six, seven, eight years of age when something may have stemmed or growth, mm. you know, and yep. we had to develop then as in like with the exterior image and were completely numbed off. Yep. And that was my own experience as well. And I spoke to a lot, a lot of other lads who would have had similar experiences that had to become something different to who they authentically were growing up, you know? And, and, and I think that's very important for men, you know, for men to just really, really get in touch with themselves. Cause we all know a lot of women, women are fantastic at this. They're fantastic at, at, at Showing emotion and everything else,
0: but you know what? A part of it is to me. I think is they enable each other. Like it's not. It's it's not even that it's expected of them. It's 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 understood that it's okay for women to be like that and they help each other to do that. And that's what men need to help each other with. And that's why I think, you know, that's why I'm so, I have so much admiration for both yourself and James, you know, tough guys from the North side who have tough, uh, uh, dark stories really behind them, but who are fronting up and kind of going, you know what, Uh, I'm going to say who I am and I'm going to say what's real and what's true. And honesty goes a long way. And, and, and hopefully you guys are are a new kind of a role model. Um, Mm You know, if they, if they can do that, maybe I can't do And you're right, there's a lot of fear and a lot of uh, trust required and it is difficult, but... Um...
1: There's there's a lot of good things happening, Dave, at the moment. Yeah. There's, there's a lot yeah. of change happening, you know. There's a lot, of, an awful lot of change. People are really starting to wake up and start to believe that there's something more to life other than this, this fast-paced rat race around work and mm-hmm. constantly going and have to look this certain way. Because body image today, like, we all look at all these ads that come up on social media and all this and, mm-hmm. and we all believe then I oh, have to look a certain way and you have to be like this and you have to be like this you don't have to be anything all you have to do is look after your mind and look after your body and feel good about yourself mm-hmm. you know internally You know, not externally. When you feel good about yourself internally, nothing else matters. I guess the difficulty is sometimes people are living with
0: chaos around them and that can be very difficult. And you do need to shield yourself from that. And it's understandable, as I I don't need to tell you, you know full well, to self-medicate and to bring yourself through. But it's also about trying to reach out and creating better support, the availability of better support for people that they can connect to, that can help them. But look at yourself and James are coming in with some um, open, honest conversation in your live podcast tour to Cork Opera House, Saturday 12th. And uh, I've no doubt you'll enjoy a rapturous reception as you come out on stage. I know that's not what it's about, but I think it'll be a reflection on uh, uh, how people appreciate how you're opening the conversation. And that's it. There you go. Changing the conversation tour, 2022, Saturday 12th to Cork Opera House. We'll change the conversation. Good on you.
1: Yeah, and it's the start of something, I believe, you know, it's start of something and hopefully more people start creating more podcasts that are very similar to it and that will give more people a voice and it'll give more people, it'll give it'll give these voices more open-air time as well. Where- it's,
0: it's funny though, Timmy. you know, because you could have kind of academic people who, you know, have a training and a knowledge in this background and they could sit and they could talk these things and it just, it doesn't have the same impact. I think what you and James bring to it is an authenticity mm. and a lived experience, people can recognize and and relate to. And and so you might be saying similar things to what, like a authoritarian figure who's studied this and got all the PhDs and all the knowledge in the world. And they just, the the message it's, it's, I don't know, there's a, there's an ability to get the message across in a different way. I think probably because of the authenticity that that lies
1: behind it. You know, that is when we have, we know exactly what questions to ask all these different academics because of our own life experiences And we ask questions really based on people that are still trapped in in, in positions where myself and James were previously in our lives, mm. you know. And sometimes I might ask a question that I need to know myself about my own life, and James might ask another. And that's why we get the right. It's not an academic asking an academic mm. questions, which would be just boring. Mm. It's it's life experience mm. asking somebody that has gone through it in terms of mm. the theories, the books, the lectures, and we will grab everything that we need to order them and we'll just put it up in, in, on the podcast. And that's, and that's that's the whole benefit of it. Mm. And that's how it works, really. Mm. And it's, it's, it's the life experience then of other people just sharing their stories. That's phenomenal because what that does is it inspires others to take the first step into a meeting, to into a into a psychotherapist's office, a drug counselor's office, uh, into a doctor's office. It doesn't matter. And it's it's incredible. It's incredible because a lot of people think that they're the only people addicted to alcohol they have, addicted to drugs, addicted to overeating, addicted to porn. Like all these things are absolutely massive.
0: Yeah, and you know the way even in all these conversations about like violence against women and, and the, the the greater focus that there is on on it now um, even though it's been there in our society and in other societies for far too long uh, and and it's often talked like it's it's men and in many respects it is it's like men need to all gather around and start chatting about what it is to be a man and what like why don't we actually rework this out again why don't we go back to the beginning and it's like lads maybe a lot of the stuff that's been put on us isn't helping us to actually be the, the people that we if we were to be asked as a young boy, what kind of a man do you want to be? Well, yeah. I want to be a good man. I want to be a trustworthy person. And I want to be honest and I want to be, you know, one of integrity and we lose it somewhere along the way. So, like, maybe part of the answer to all of these sorts of things is about men recognizing that we collectively need to gather together and talk amongst ourselves and, and rework the script yeah. uh,
1: to some degree or yeah. other. Because we spoke to a lot, we spoke to a lot of women uh, recently since since that that murder of that lady above in Tullamore, which was awful, and I never actually realised how much fear women felt, you know, when they're walking down the street on their own, or walking to their car in a car park. I actually genuinely never felt that, or even just walking behind the man or in front of a man on the street. Yeah, and it got me really thinking, you know. Since then, it's just kind of it's it's giving me more of a, a subtle approach when I'm when there's women around me. You know, I try to have a really balanced, calm, kind energy, and, and you know, because uh, even maybe yeah. as simple as a, a at night if you're walking behind a
0: woman on a street, cross over to the other side. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. It's, in a way, you shouldn't have to or anything, but, you know, maybe you're going to make her feel a little more comfortable. And isn't that, isn't that worth doing?
1: Exactly. And that's what, that's what men should be talking about at the moment. Um, it there needs but, to be more awareness and education. Well, it made
0: me think of it just when you talked about, like, you know, confusion, you know, yeah. and, and, and there is a lot of confusion about what it is to be a man. And a lot of things, it, it's muscly, it's tattoo, it's successful, it's fast car, it's, it's all of these things. And, um, and, you know, maybe it's not. Changing the conversation to our 2022 Saturday 12th to Cork Opera House. James and Timmy, the two Nari's. Pleasure for me chatting to you, Timmy, and thanks for chatting to me on air this evening.
1: You've been listening to a Red FM podcast. For more extra content, go to redextra.ie.